You're listening to the Human Up Podcast, the place to learn everything about emotional intelligence and how to use it to live a more lively, connected, and fulfilling life. My name is Victor Ung, and if this is your first time being here, welcome. I really appreciate you being here, and I'm glad that you're interested in the topic of emotional intelligence and what I might have to say about it. I personally came from the technology industry. Uh, I majored in informatics with a focus on human-computer interaction and went into technology consulting as a web developer and uh, eventually transitioned into product management. So my experience up to this point has been all about technology and people. It's been trying to find that that intersection, that bridge between people and technology. And the technology side has been something that I've been passionate about for a long time since I can remember, especially on the software side of things. And recently, I've been interested in figuring out how the human software works and and how our minds work and the psychology behind it. It's something that I've passively had interest in growing up, but in the last couple of years, I've realized that I maybe have a lot more passion in in people and our in the way our minds work than I have given myself credit for. And I talk a lot about that in my previous episodes on this podcast. But long story short, it's been my own mind playing tricks on me and convincing me that everyone else's thoughts and opinions and values and ideas were more uh, more worthy or more valuable than my own. And through my research so far, it seems to be a common thing among each individual where we're our own worst critics and we are much bigger bullies on ourselves than than other people. And in that journey and a lot of personal reflection and a little bit of therapy and life coaching and just talking to others and friends and family, I've learned so much about myself and the different emotions that were not necessarily as valid as I initially made them to be. They were all surface level emotions that were holding me back from being who I wanted to be and doing what I wanted to do because I didn't feel like I had that safe space to explore it because I had this fear of what would come from exploring these deeper emotions. I was afraid what that would mean for me and what that would say about me and what other people would think about me. I was chasing comfort. I was chasing safety and and avoiding risk. And that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode is this correlation between this chase for comfort and avoiding anxiety. I wrote a blog post about this a while back. So forgive me for the the terrible writing, um, but it is a piece that I, I really appreciated in in fleshing out because of what it has taught me about myself in terms of what I think about comfort and and taking risks. 
And we'll get into it after a quick message from my sponsor. First off, thank you for being a listener of the Human Up podcast. I definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that I've experienced and observed throughout my life that I honestly have been cultured and, and kind of pressured to, to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without Anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to, to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a, a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. Paradoxically, chasing comfort in an effort to avoid the anxiety of discomfort might end up causing more anxiety. I was so confused. My family and I were in the car heading towards our cousin's house for dinner, and we had been talking about where I was deciding to go to college. My mom wanted me to stay in state, to be closer to family and save money, but my dad was surprisingly open-minded. He asked me, why don't you look at other colleges in other states? Try living somewhere else. I answered, well, I, I like Seattle. I'm, I'm comfortable here. And his response is what stuck with me ever since. Comfort is why you'll never grow. Those are some harsh words. I mean, how do you feel about hearing that? I felt angry at him for calling me out and prescribing my future as if he knew me. Plus, why shouldn't I strive for comfort? Isn't that what we all want anyway? To be in a place of satisfaction, contentment, and happiness? Is that such a bad thing? But the more I reflect on that moment, the more I realize what he was really trying to tell me. That comfort in itself isn't bad. It's when we let that comfort lead us to stagnation and limit our perspectives and learning experiences in this life. I joined my district's Little League baseball team when I was 11, which was late compared to most kids who had learned to swing a bat before they could walk. But even though I came late in the game, I was so good at it. I picked it up quickly and was kind of a big shot. Then high school came around and it all fell apart. My skill level started to cap while everyone else got better, faster, stronger. I could blame it on genetics and a late growth spurt, but it doesn't change the fact that I was one of the only two people who didn't make it to the varsity team my junior year. I'm sure you could relate when I say that was very embarrassing as a high school kid. When everyone else moves ahead or goes a certain path and you're left behind or singled out. There's no happy ending where I power through the obstacles and become a star, so don't hold your breath. I, I loved baseball, but instead of improving my game, I decided it just wasn't for me and quit. More of the story, 
I was spoiled when I accelerated to a comfortable level easily, which gave me the expectation that everything else will be easy. And when things got tough, I stopped challenging myself. I let my preference for comfort limit my ability. I was afraid of adversity and settled for mediocrity. I was taking it too easy and this bled into so many other parts of my life. Damn it, my dad was right. Could comfort be causing anxiety? Suffering is such a necessary part of the human condition that we will naturally create our own suffering if it isn't directly thrown at us. And our imagination is most often worse than reality. I continued doing comfortable things. I went to the school that was closest to me, kept my head down, studied what I was good at, took the first job that was offered to me, and off I went into a safe and secure life. After witnessing everything my parents and grandparents were struggling through, through their relationships and money and job security, as, as immigrants coming to America, I wanted to avoid all of that and correct course. It worked. I've built myself a safe foundation that affords me the privilege to even question all of this. But now what? Are you in the same spot as I am? Having done everything quote unquote right, according to your parents and the rest of society, but nothing that felt right for yourself? Are you comfortable, but bored, unsatisfied, unfulfilled, even useless? I guess being comfortable is not as great as it sounds. That lack of motion actually makes us antsy, uncomfortable, stuck. And I don't know about you, but the more I try to avoid the suffering, the more prevalent it becomes. When you have nothing to worry about, you end up imagining more problems for yourself anyway. And sometimes they're worse than the real ones. Comfort as an achievement is an illusion. We think we want it to become worry-free, but then we're freer to worry when we have it. I guess this is my quarter-life crisis. I know, you're reading this and you think, Victor, you're just being overdramatic. Stop worrying so much. And I would agree with you. It's what I've been telling myself all these years, but it also meant I've been shoving these feelings aside instead of cleaning it up. I'm aware that my crisis might not be as intense as a lot of other people out there, but this is not a competition. I'm not trying to claim that mine is more or less important than anyone else's. But if you're feeling anything similar to what I'm going through right now, I want to tell you, don't dismiss it. That's the thing about feeling stuck. It doesn't have to be this monumental crash where everything falls apart in order for you to address it. I realized this after spending the last year witnessing replays of my life, just in different environments. Sure, I worked on multiple projects within the company, but it was still the same thing over and over again for people and companies I did not care about. When things get repetitive, it becomes familiar. And when things get familiar, there's no growth. And when there's no growth, there's no real life. Living things don't stay still. So do me a favor. Seek discomfort. I get it. Being uncomfortable sucks. It's scary. It's unstable. It's weird. It causes anxiety. If you're like me, we've been focusing too much on the negative aspects of discomfort. 
which is a very human thing. We're wired as survivors, preparing for the worst to make sure that all our bases are covered. But what about what happens after this uncomfortable experience? What would you have learned? What would you have improved? What kind of opportunities might you find? Who knows? Maybe if I listened to my dad and went to an out-of-state school, say Brown University, I would have met Emma Watson just as she started her studies and we would have become best friends and we would go scuba diving together every third Friday morning. I can dream, right? Or maybe I would have stuck with baseball and I got a full ride to college and played in the minor leagues, eventually major league, where I would meet Ichiro Suzuki and we would have become best friends and we would play catch together every third Friday morning. Ah, dreams. <laughs> I don't say all this with any regret, thinking shoulda, woulda, coulda. We can't do anything about our past, so it's no reason to stay stuck living there with regrets. The point is, those dreams 100% did not happen because I didn't take any chances. We all know the view is better at the top of the mountain, but it doesn't come without the hike up. Everyone has their own way of figuring out the importance of growth and progress, but I presume you're one of those people who want to get ahead of things since you're listening to this right now. I hope that maybe some part of my experience could help get you out of that rut or prevent you from ever getting into one. But I will also challenge you to say no to things that you might already be familiar with. That might be your friends, your family, your current job, that new movie with the same plot as all the other ones. And start saying yes to things that you're scared of or don't yet know what to expect. Like the weird food item on that menu, traveling to new small foreign countries, posting your thoughts or advertising your skills online, talking to that random group of people, expressing an unpopular opinion, being vulnerable and talking about a feeling that you've had recently, whether good or bad. Connect with someone by expressing any doubts you might have. Doing any of those things are a great way to increase your emotional intelligence. Intentionally seeking discomfort is a way to open new ideas and doors that you never thought was there. And that's exactly how you can start living the life that you want. You'll start to realize that comfort isn't what it's all cracked up to be. And it's way more satisfying in the end to be able to manage our discomfort and live a life worth writing about. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I am definitely feeling a lot of discomfort recording this and anxiety as I think about editing and publishing this. But I know that I would have personally benefited a lot from hearing about another person's perspective when it came to, to this. With that, please leave a rating and review if you're listening on Apple Podcast or Stitcher. You can also support me monetarily and the upkeep with the production costs of these podcasts at patreon.com slash humanup. Even a couple dollars a month will help me so much in sustaining the production of these episodes. It's something that I've become a lot more passionate and, and interested and curious about. Um, please support at patreon.com slash humanup. And if you're interested in increasing your own emotional intelligence, I've collected 11 exercises 
to help you jumpstart your journey at victorong.com slash subscribe. And there you'll get notifications on new episodes and new blog updates, as well as videos that I am working on producing as well. Thank you so much again for listening to the Human Up podcast and my thoughts and experiences and, and research into emotional intelligence and personal development. I really appreciate you being here. It means that you not only want to be a better version of yourself, but to also make this world a better place. So I really appreciate you joining me on this journey. Thank you again, and I will talk to you next Monday.